Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. If you've listened to this podcast for a while now, you know that the tone of the show is to share uplifting conversations about life in the South, and today is no exception. Last Monday, March 27th, 2023, our city of Nashville, Tennessee, faced a devastating heartbreak through a school shooting that took the lives of three children and three adults, including the head of the school, Katherine Kuntz, a dear friend to Lainey for the last 23 years. Today, we wanted to give space for honoring Catherine in a personal way, as a hero, friend, and true Steel Magnolia. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Well, here we are at the table. We gather at the table in good times and hard times. That's right. And uh, today is no exception to the heartache that the rest of our city is facing. And really nationally for sure that i know many of you listening even on other coasts and in far far away states i know you feel the pain that we felt here in nashville from last week's shooting and just as i said in my intro we we love to talk about life in the south and we've covered hard things in the past Uh, we don't typically stay on a news cycle sort of content but this was just so close to us and Lainey has such a rich friendship with Catherine who we're going to really focus on today and we just really felt like this would be a a place of healing and just a place to give some space and honor so the interesting thing about this conversation is it could have happened very differently Lainey and I were actually headed to Mississippi last week when the news started unfolding about this tragedy. And we have some incredible Mississippi episodes to share with you all in coming weeks. So we're really, really glad that still the Lord gave us some really good time together and gave us a really good trip. But, you know, Lainey, even with you hearing the news that your friend, Catherine, the head of the school, they call her the headmaster, would be equivalent to a principal um, of this covenant school. When that news came out, I know a lot of people 
know Catherine. That she's, I mean, she's a very deeply rooted person in the community and just has touched so many lives. And so I thought it was interesting that when you had posted on your own social media that you had lost a friend, you immediately got a, an, like an inquiry from NBC News for an interview that night, right? Monday night, yeah. there we are at dinner, and you're getting a phone call from a number you didn't recognize. And it didn't say maybe it was spam, but I was like, I don't know that number. I'm not answering that. Yeah. Followed by a text, followed by an email. I mean, just like relentless sort of requests because they wanted to hear about Catherine. They wanted to know the person that she was, the life she lived. They wanted to hear about her. And I promise I'm going to stop talking and let you share in just a minute. But it was one of those moments and it was, I, I think I'll probably face this the rest of my life. Journalism is so tricky. And it was one of those pauses that you had in, first of all, you weren't ready to share because you it had not even been 24 hours. So you had just, you know, had not even half a day to sit with this. But secondly, who is this person that's going to be interviewing you? What's their angle? Yeah, are they going to ask me leading questions? Yes. I don't know where they're going to go. How will it be edited? All the things that are just so sad in journalism and truthfully things that we even in the power of our own podcasting editing skills have the option to you know sort of tweak the way somebody sounds if we do an interview or sure the way something is shared and so while if you had done the NBC interview that would have been a very a much larger platform to to share about Catherine it just didn't feel right and so As I was listening, actually, to an interview with Stephen Curtis Chapman, a Christian singer that lives here in Nashville that has great impact from Catherine Kuntz and his family, and especially one of his sons in particular, was greatly impacted by her. He shared an interview with Anderson Cooper that was fantastic. I will link to it in the show notes. And at the conclusion of that interview, I was like, I would really like to hear on record some thoughts from Lainey. So that's how this sort of transpired. I called you. I said, what do you think if we could just share an episode on? And I didn't even have the title, but you said the loss of a steel magnolia. And and that is what we're going to call. That's what we're calling this. And that's what we're feeling. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, that is that is our intent. Maybe one day we will even be able to share this with her family with her children yeah. with future grandchildren who knows but yeah. we wanted to memorialize her and she's had great impact on you so what what sorts of things just are stirring around in your mind the first thing i was thinking of is Catherine was born and raised in baton rouge louisiana and that just when i think of louisiana i just think so southern right so southern yes such a steel magnolia in every sense of the word and um catherine lived a really beautiful life but it wasn't always easy and it was making me even think back to um sean dietrich he has said before ugly childhoods make beautiful people ooh Wow. And he's had an ugly childhood. And so she has, 
you know, just had some, I don't know her whole childhood, but some difficult parts and was such a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And I think all those hard things we go through make us more compassionate, make us more understanding Mm -hmm. of others. And she certainly was all of those things. I did see her obituary for the first time today. And so there was one part that I pulled out that I wanted to read. And it wasn't anything to do with where she lived or any of that. This is like part of her character. Catherine nourished a winsome and seasoned faith in Christ that pervaded every aspect of her life. Relationships were treasures to her, and she invested herself in every person she met. She was a supporter, encourager, counselor, cheerleader, rescuer. She actively fought against deceit, condescension, manipulation, and abuse. She loved well, individually, creatively, insightfully, tenderly, fiercely. Her many sources of pleasure, including travel, traveling, art, music, pickleball, surprisingly, (laughs) meaningful conversation, and honoring others with extravagant parties and gifts. Those who knew her were drawn to her. Those she helped never forgot. She fostered deep and delightful friendships that left no one unchanged. Wow. That's incredible. Really well written. And even as an outsider, I fully see. Even from the stories that we're hearing, everything is matching up and lining up with the same same I loved experience. that rescuer part. Yeah. Um, because I, yeah, I just, that's what she was. She was. In every sense of the, in every sense of her life. But I was thinking a lot about, I just felt like God gave me this almost picture of a mooring. You know what a mooring is? It's like a... Hmm. A permanent structure to which a seaborne vessel can be secured. Oh, so okay. think about, you know, in Venice or something, those striped poles. Yes. Those are mooring poles. Okay. So you can tie your boat up to it. Yes. And um, also think, you know, like on a dock or yes. something, there's those things that yes. you're tying the boat up to. So that's a mooring. Wow. And Catherine was a mooring. She was a secure place where... In the midst of crazy waters, mm-hmm. you could tie yourself too. Yeah. yeah. And, um, wow. Anyway, so I was just thinking about how we're all on this journey of life and we're in this vast ocean of thoughts and beliefs and circumstances and events that can cause us to question what's true mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what's real. Mm-hmm. And, we just, we have to have moorings in place in our world before we need them. You can't start building one when you need it. It's yeah. already got to be because now you're getting tossed and turned and you've got to have that place already secure. Wow, Lainey, that's so good. And we need to know where those are, where the moorings are, or in this case, who they are. Yeah, yeah. And that's really what I wanted to kind of focus in on of that she was that for me in a season I needed it mm-hmm. and really encourage others to know who those are mm-hmm. in your own life, in your own world. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I even remember in a season where, I mean, you could call her a lifelong mentor for you, but there was even a season where you guys were intentionally, you know, meeting at a coffee shop. That was shop. the title I would have given right? her in that moment, yeah. right? And what I felt like she was 
imparting to you in that season wasn't, okay, let's, you know, let's meet for coffee and sort of discuss some of these things that you're struggling with, right? That's not exact. And I'm just, this is, I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. This is just sort of the change that I saw in you was she could always like zoom out and go perspective. Let's get, like you're saying, like, mm-hmm. let's get true north. Let's, mm-hmm. let's, can let's center ourselves on who God is. Even in the picture you're giving, there's waves, there's all these things knocking you around. Don't focus on those. That's right. But do you trust him? And I think that was even the book. That was the root of what I was struggling with too. Yeah. Because it was a faith struggle. Yeah. Not that, yeah, it was some circumstances that happened in my life that made me question what God had said to me. Mm-hmm. And so it was even interesting that she was like, well, let's just read a book together. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. let's even do a Bible study. In that case, it was a Christian book. She actually said, let's read this book. It's called Ruthless Trust. She hadn't read it yet either. Oh, wow. Okay. She was just going on the author and the subject matter. So okay. it was Ruthless Trust by Brennan Manning. Oh, so good. And I think this was 2009. I was trying to remember exactly, but it was 2009. And... um yeah, we would meet on a regular basis for this season and just talk about the book, talk about struggles. And I like how you said that, just like basically getting my compass straight to Mm -hmm. true north again, Mm -hmm. instead of what my feelings were. Right, right. She was a very, um, I keep saying centered, but she just was a very steadfast Mm -hmm. and just steady steady person i think that's even why the mooring kind of came yeah. in place where i was like it's not like she didn't have any i'm sure moments of questioning she's had to go through things like that too but she was just steady yeah and i believe there are people that are more black and white than others and yeah. she was certainly one of those people to just mm-hmm. no you know know the truth and it'll set you free you know right. like let's you know even in the instance for the way that she set up the covenant school to respond Mm. they were so buttoned up with the way that they had all been trained like really high level training not just whatever the basic level for kindergarten through sixth grade should be which was the age level of this school but like whatever the most high level training you can get for your school that's what she had yeah that's kind of how she lived her life. I mean, that's how she educated herself, right? It was just like, whatever I can do to get the most knowledge and the most, I want to do that. Yeah. You know? And so she was such a good person to have around for the sake of just knowledge, but heart mm-hmm. together with that. It's just like, what better combination for a yes, principal right? somebody that loves kids, but is super buttoned up. That's so good. Yeah. So, yeah, she's definitely being praised for just her heroism, definitely for the sacrifice of her life, but even just in her preparations and plans that she had shared with, you know, her whole staff and gotten them all ready. So now with that, it would be silly for us to think that Catherine was all teddy bear Oh, yeah. I bet you, I mean, I'm just guessing, but I'm sure she even said some things to you while mentoring you that were a little hard to receive, right? Or things that were, um, 
not something said to hurt you. Right. But if you're... To it, rise up yes, over it. Yes, exactly. Right. Sometimes calling you up. That's calling right. Calling you higher. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Of setting your sights higher, you know, like let's... let's dust ourselves off but let's you know, let's keep going you know those sorts of moments sometimes it's like okay and isn't that what we need like in a coach in a in a mentor in a supervisor like you want that person that's calling you higher yes you can find somebody who will tell you anything you want to hear though i mean meaning true if you are in a season of questions if you're in a season of dissatisfaction yes there is someone out there who will steer you in any direction that you would like them to steer you that is so true laney if you want to rage there's some people you can find that will rage with you oh yeah i mean if you want to mercy loves company right isn't that the saying or um, misery misery excuse me misery mercy needs company (laughs) mercy needs company but misery misery that's right loves company yeah and i just think about you know in scenarios where you know, somebody's un- unhappy in their marriage. And if you want somebody to tell you, oh, just go have an affair with that person who makes your heart skip a beat today, somebody's going to mm-hmm. tell you, you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You deserve to yeah. be happy. Yeah. If you, you know, are struggling with, is God for me? It seems like he's not doing anything to help me. Mm. Oh, there's somebody who will fan that. He mm-hmm. doesn't care about you. Mm-hmm. If he did, he would have come through in the way you thought he should. So just be careful, <laughs> especially in seasons when you're having questions, mm-hmm. who you let speak into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, again, like I said, I was in a season of questions when I specifically reached out to Catherine to meet with me on a regular basis and just look for the people who have long time fruit, good fruit in their life. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, That's good. Um, I'm not saying anybody's perfect. Right. Cause none of us are. Right. But just look at the long time fruit mm-hmm. and the enemy of our soul is a liar and he comes in such a crafty way. I think to, Whisper those lies that sound really good. Or sound like, or like half truth. That's right. That's yeah. the, the scariest that's The of really lies. scary part. But it seems, you know, sometimes his lies sound like really true in our situation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, but his, his fruit is that he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And so we have to remember in this bigger picture that this is a spiritual battle Mm -hmm. this is not flesh and blood battle Mm -hmm. and so just be really careful who you're choosing to be that i keep going back to mooring post yeah in a season of stormy waters look for somebody who knows jesus intimately that knows his word that knows his nature and his character yeah that knows that he's trustworthy god-fearing yeah. You know, somebody who's God-fearing and I just, yeah, anytime you're being tossed and turned and seek out that person who is going to throw you that life saver. Yeah. Um, the waves are still going to come. For sure. The boat sometimes even almost feels like it's going to topple over. On yeah. Its, but you won't be tossed too far if you're tied to a mooring. Yeah. I love that you the way you started our conversation here to even prepare for that, like be in relationship with people 
that are are your moorings so that when you do need them you're you're already in relationship with them yeah and be that for somebody else like what do you carry what do I carry that's right that I can be that for somebody else and I love that even you know you and Catherine you didn't go to the same church like you met through a different way and you know I love knowing people outside of my own church family too because sometimes sometimes you even need that that diversity helps right even in whatever just um yeah diversity can't be understated and this is no exception as well so right I think it's really that even was important in my scenario of like we believed the same bible the same character of god Mm -hmm. but i just wanted her insights that came from a little bit different stream yeah so the main things we were all the same on yes but i wanted her insights that were from a little bit different perspective than maybe who i was all sitting next to in church and i love both exactly yeah 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 but for that season yes it was good for you to hear some fresh perspective that's from right. someone that was at a different church but i also think it's this is yet another reason i'm such an advocate for the local church because we cannot make it through this life alone no we weren't even meant to Mm-mm. And so just having relationship with other people who can help hold you up when you are weak. And you're that for them. Yes. In a different season. Yes. We support each other. And yeah, I'm just, I feel like um, the church is such a glorious, beautiful thing, even with all her flaws. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful thing. And Christ loves his church. And you know, she's called to be a beacon on a hill. Mm-hmm. The church, and, yes. And so I encourage all of our listeners, be a part of a church. Have those mooring posts in your life already picked out so that when you start feeling the rocking waves that you think are going to take you out, yeah, you know where to tie up. Yeah. And just, you know, giving ourselves grace that those mooring posts are hard to find. So give yourself some time. Yeah. But, you know, don't be afraid to let it be somebody that seems out of characteristic for you. Maybe somebody much younger, much older. Or, yeah. Um, you know, at a different school or whatever. Just, yeah. you know, that's not not necessarily your first choice, but definitely somebody that God can use. So It's interesting, too, because in wisdom and... I guess just mostly in wisdom and knowledge, Catherine seems so much older than me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but she really wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. She was an old soul. I believe Baton Rouge, Louisiana and Nashville, Tennessee should feel so proud. Oh my goodness. For the part she played in our city and... And Marietta, Georgia. I had forgotten that she lived in Marietta, Georgia for a season as well and belong to a church there and I had forgotten that just because she's been here for so long but I I did remember in reading her obituary that that was part of her story she was a young life leader in college and um that's how she met her husband that's where she met her husband just a good woman very very strong steel magnolia indeed well I am honored to go with you 
the day that this airs, this evening, we will be at her visitation and her funeral will be the following day after this comes out. But thank you for sharing your sentiments and we know that she is not leaving us the same. None Mm -hmm. of us. That's right. She's opening conversations now through her life and her sacrifice that needed to be had. And I'm absolutely hopeful that there's going to be some good fruit out of this. Yeah. I know that we serve a redeeming God. Yeah. Yeah. We were singing a song at church today about um, laying down our life Mm -hmm. and it just took on a whole new meaning. Sometimes we sing these songs. Um, Yeah. That we don't think of what that might truly look like. But for some that, you know, for Catherine, that happened this week. She Mm -hmm. laid down her life, literally protecting those who she loved. Mm -hmm. Greater love hath no man than this. that he laid down his life for his friends. So we thank you, Catherine Kuntz, for who you were on this earth and who you continue to be in your heavenly home best Easter ever for her Mm. this year Mm -hmm. we will be back next week and in the meantime peace be with y'all